this is, but they can have it afterwards. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Uh, good morning. My name is Katie. And, and as already said, I'm Adam or Donkey, half Donkey. <laughs> I feel like I slightly bullied you into this. You did bully me into it, that's fine. Uh, Now, the story of Jesus' arrival on earth is really well known. It's familiar and it's easy to tune out. The words and characters are so familiar that it's too easy to think about other things when we hear them. In a second, Adam is going to read today's passage and I'd like you to try and think of yourself watching the scene. What would you be feeling if you were there? What would you see, smell, hear? The words come from Luke's gospel and his book is full of things that real people saw and touched and heard. Adam. Wonderful. So, yep, so from Luke chapter 2, verses 8 to 20. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels heard them, when the angels heard it, when they had heard this, and the angels had left them and gone into heaven. The shepherds said to one another, let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. And so they hurried off, and they found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen them, they, him, they spread the word concerning what had been told about the child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured all of these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now, for me, the shepherds are the unsung heroes of the Christmas tale. I often wonder, why were they chosen? Why those specific shepherds and not others? And the Christmas story is full of surprises uh, like this. Having some poor, some smelly, some rough, uneducated shepherds visit the baby. King fits perfectly in a tale that is full of unexpected things. Maybe we can think of the story slightly differently today. Smelly, rough, uneducated. Sounds a bit like you, Adam. Did you know them? Sounds a bit rude. Maybe old. I'm not that old. Thank you very much. Well, I'm sure you'd have got on well. Thanks. Now, I want you to close your eyes. Picture the scene. Become part of this gang of outdoor farmers sitting together. Some are asleep. Some are watching, ready and aware. Watch their lined faces crack into a smile as one tells a joke. 
Feel the air around you. Smell the fields. Hear the crackling of the fire. Watch as the flames illuminate faces. Listen to their everyday conversations, their concerns and their questions. And suddenly, unexpectedly, the sky splits open into a light brighter than anything we can imagine. A light so wonderfully bright that it hurts your eyes. It scares you. It makes you recognize the awesome glory of God. This is what it was like when the angels appeared to those shepherds. You can open your eyes again now. God spoke into a dark and a broken world with a message of joy. A message of good news for all people. The good news of Christmas is so wonderful, it is like that light, it dazzles. And Christmas is a time to bring light into everyone's darkness. Time to remember that Jesus, the saviour of the world, God himself, came to earth. Let's get back to the shepherds. And imagine how it must have felt to hear that horde of angels singing. I love uh, it when we sing worship in this place together. I particularly love our carol services when we sing songs of praise to God. It is a foretaste of what heaven will be like to sing praises, to, to work with one another, to worship with one another. Now just imagine what that heavenly host of angels must have sounded like to those shepherds on that hill it's the ultimate carol service it really is and i love that at this moment in our christmas story god sends his good news and lets his angels sing it out singing has the power to create warmth big smiles and a sense of togetherness And all of those things are signs of God healing the world through this birth and eventual death and resurrection of his son, Jesus Christ. The angels are announcing that the Prince of Peace is here. In a broken world, trying desperately to live without God, it is possible for us to have peace. God has come to us, offering us a way to be his friend again. And that's definitely a reason for us to sing. And imagine how it felt when the angels disappeared as unexpectedly as they arrived. Did the absence of light and sound make the darkness darker than before? The silence somehow heavier? When I read the passage a moment ago, it said that Mary treasured all of these things in her heart. I imagine like her, the shepherds, despite their fear, will have treasured this moment in their hearts for the rest of their lives. It's over, but returning to normal is no longer possible. How do they decide uh, what it is to do? What are they discussing as they begin to walk into the town? Are they breaking into a jog, perhaps? How many doors did they approach before they found the young couple and heard the cry of a newborn child? Now the angel said, today in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Imagine holding that tiny child. Imagine him gripping uh, your finger, perhaps, the way that babies do. Imagine being one of those shepherds and being able to smell this new baby smell. And know that he is the Messiah, the promised one, the rescuer. 
Now, I don't think I fully understood how ridiculous it seems to send a baby to save the world until I had my own child earlier this year. She's now seven months, and although I really love her, she's completely useless. She can't feed herself, walk, or talk, and I can't imagine what those shepherds must have felt to see that newborn baby and be told that he would save the world. So Charlotte can't feed herself, she can't walk, nope. she can't... T- there are days when you can't do those things as well, Katie. Well, yes, I think. that is true. <laughs> In many ways, I think, sending a baby was the perfect thing to do, obviously, as God was, was doing it. But babies have this power, I think, to spread joy, to spread love, to spread happiness to people that they've never met before. That's exactly what it was that Christ came to do. That's an excellent point. I thought so. You wrote it. Very true. Now, the shepherds did two amazing things when they visited the baby Messiah. The passage tells us that when they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. And I think that's amazing, isn't it? They didn't go out into the world and tell them their own thoughts, their own feelings. After all the things the shepherd had seen, they'd heard, they'd smelt and felt that day, they went and shared with people what they had been told. Not a horde of singing angels, not the strange choice of crib for the baby. No, they tell the baby what they have been to- tell the people what they have been told about Jesus. He is the Messiah, the Savior, the Lord. Jesus is their focus, not their own experiences. How many of us can honestly say that this Christmas? And then it says that the people who heard it were amazed. Now I think that's probably a bit of an understatement. I expect that many people wouldn't have believed what the shepherds were saying. Yet they still went and told everyone that this baby is the prophesied wonderful counsellor, the prince of peace. They want everyone to know. And the challenge for us is, do we share the news of Jesus with people that we meet? Do we use Christmas, this explosion of joy and of love, to share his good news with people far and wide? Or do we keep that sort of secret and hide behind the presents and the trees and the twinkly lights? And the second thing that the shepherds did after sharing the good news was to glorify and to praise the Lord. They knew that they had witnessed something amazing. And their response was to turn to God, thank him, glorify him and praise him. That's perhaps another challenge for us this Christmas. How many of us find it easy to get lost in the tinsel or the family visits or the food perhaps and forget to praise God for giving us the greatest gift that that we've ever been given? So this year, I challenge all of us to be a little bit more like the shepherds. We too have been invited to experience the excitement of the birth of our Lord. We too can enjoy what the shepherds heard and smelt and saw and and felt. Are we brave enough to be like the shepherds and share what we know, what we feel with the world? And if we truly believe that Christ is the saviour, then we should be using this time of year as a golden opportunity to shout far and wide that Jesus has been born, that Emmanuel has come, 
that God truly is with us. If we know for sure who this baby is, then like those shepherds, we will never be the same again. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for the gift of Jesus. Thank you that we get to celebrate it every year. Help us, Lord, at this time of year to share your news with everyone that we meet, to share the joy that Jesus brings. Amen.